Hello everyone, welcome to the Got A Case of Wanderlust podcast, a show dedicated to all things travel. I'm your host Lydia, and on this episode, you'll hear a conversation between me and another fellow traveler that will hopefully inspire you for your next travel adventure. If you enjoy listening, consider following the show and giving it a rating on Spotify, or if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, leave a quick review. It would mean so much to me. All right, thank you so much for being here today. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the God of Case and Water Lust podcast. I'm your host, Lydia, and today we have a very special guest. His name is Stevie, and he is the host of the Destinations Beyond Expectations podcast that he's been running for over three years now. And the show has had a ton of fantastic other guest travelers that I really encourage you to check out. Um, One of the first episodes that he's published is What is a Student of Travel? So that's the first question I'd like to start out with is. Um, if you could kind of explain what is a student of travel, Stevie, and welcome to the show. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for having me. Before I answer that question, I just want to say it's really cool because, you know, I have my own podcast as well, as you kind of mentioned, and um, I'm used to being on the interviewer side of things. So being a guest on a podcast is is something I'm really looking forward to and excited about. So thanks for having me. Um, A student of travel, I think you could define that in a a variety of different ways. I mean, really to me, you can get so much out of travel. Like I remember, we all remember going to school and, you know, going through a regular day of school is great. And you learn some of the, you know, key topics, math, science, English, whatever topics, you you know, you can gather out of that. But, you know, taking a flight somewhere, there's so much you can learn just from hopping on an airplane, right? If, especially if it's your, your first time or you're new to something like that. And I just think the more we travel, the more we kind of learn about people and the world. So um, I think a student of travel is someone who, you know, enjoys learning about the world and and learning things through travel. And one of the cool things about my podcast um, is at the end of every episode, I'll ask a guest that I've had on the show for the first time, like, are you someone who would consider yourself a student of travel? And if so, can you share something you've learned about travel and I've gotten so many unique, cool, different answers. And so I think, you know, people can interpret that different ways, but really it comes down to learning and experiencing um, life. And, and you do that through getting out of your boundaries a little bit, going somewhere new, experiencing new things. Um, so I hope that kind of answered your question. Did, did I? Yes, did yes, totally. I I love the student of travel phrase that you mentioned. And I wanted to bring that up because I completely agree that travel is honestly my favorite teacher. I think it's just life's best teacher because there's just no way you can learn half the things you learn from travel by just staying where you are, staying in the same place, staying in a familiar destination where you've grown up your whole life. Um, And I think travel really stimulates just newfound lessons that you just, it, it's irreplaceable. So I love that phrase. Um, And I want to ask you the same question. What have, what lessons has uh, travel taught you, Stevie? Oh my goodness. So many lessons. Um, Some profound ones. I think, you know, people in different parts of the world do things differently than you might do in your city, county, state, country. Um, And it's not good, bad, or indifferent. It's just I guess it's just different, right? Like it's, there's, it's not right or wrong. It's just different. And you can learn 
like the reasons why behind they do uh, people do things um, just by visiting new places. I also think you can take, you know, there's like a spectrum, right? Like you learn patience. What happens when like flights get delayed, right? You have to have patience and that's a, that's a lesson, but there's also things like, you know, learning to go with the flow. Um, you know, things may, may come up on, on your travels that aren't necessarily like right written down on your itinerary. Um, and that might be an opportunity for you to go try something new or, or, you know, get out of your comfort zone and do something you've never done before. So, um, you can be patient, you can be, uh, willing to go with the flow. Um, you can learn about different cultures and the whys behind, you know, people and, and why people and cities and cultures do different things. So, there's really so, so many, um, answers. I, I could go on and on for 10 minutes, 20 <laughs> minutes about, you know, all the lessons that I've learned, but, um, yeah, there's just, there's just so much. And I will say like, I feel like I learn something new every time I, I travel and, um, I try to leave myself open to those opportunities. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Can you recall a particular experience or incidents that happened, um, that has really just stuck with you that's not necessarily changed you as a person, but has really impacted your life? Yeah, you know, that's a, that's a good question. Um, I'll tell you this. So I do, on my regular like job, I do a few different things. And, and one of those things is I am actually a, a tour guide for groups, mostly that come into where I live, Orlando, um, but also I've done some, some guiding in other places as well. And one of the companies that I do tours for is a student travel company. Um, and so I've gotten to see students who, you know, a lot of times they have never, this is like at a middle school, high school level, right? A lot of times they've never left their cities um, or counties or states. And so when they come to Orlando or some of the other destinations, you kind of see their, the gears turning in their head. So I know that's not a personal travel story, but it's me kind of observing people um, traveling maybe for the first time. And, you know, oftentimes not, um, but just watching, you can see it. Like the gears are turning, their minds are opening. They're having these new experiences. They're trying new foods. Um, you know, they're riding roller coasters or going to the beach. Maybe they don't come from an area, you know, where they're nearby an ocean. There's so many different ways you can take it, but yeah. So, I mean, that's been a really cool thing for me to see through that line of work is just, you know, watching students essentially just having their mind um, going just because of travel. So, yeah. Mm. Okay, that's cool that you're a tour guide. I'm actually a tour guide in Chicago too, so let me know if you're ever in the city. <laughs> cool, will do. That's awesome. How can we be better students of travel, like even in places like Orlando where it it may not be like the first place people think of when they think of like an exotic destination or you know like somewhere you could be transformed yeah no I, I think you know a good place to start is no matter where you're traveling try to be respectful right like of the place that you're visiting um you know americans for example like we tend to talk sometimes loud on our cell phones right um certain other cultures like they might not really welcome that or that might not be very customary for them so just being respectful, thinking about it as a lot of times when you're visiting a new destination, even if it's here in the United States, right? Like try to be respectful of what's going on around you. Um, you know, I always say like, 
if you visit a new country that speaks a different language than you, I always think it's really good to pick up just a little bit of the language. Like, I don't think anyone expects you to be perfect, right? But, you know, I'm, I'm visiting Mexico for the first time um, in November on a cruise that I'll be taking, and I'll definitely brush up on my Spanish a little bit. And I'm not going to, you know, talk giant sentences in Spanish, but just, you know, greetings and saying thank you and, and just different basic things. I think that's a real sign of respect and that'll go really far for you as a traveler because, um, you know, people can see that you are putting in the effort to try to, you know, be that, that good guest in a sense. Yeah, I definitely stand by that rule. <laughs> I wish that I could just force that into everyone's heads just to like be respectful and to treat, you know, everyone as human beings that they are. Um, unfortunately, in America, it's especially a problem of entitlement, I found in my experience. So I think that's another lesson that travel could definitely teach you is to be more empathetic with people who are different from you and be more patient, I guess, with groups who have different experiences or uh, may live in a way that's different than than your own. Yeah, for sure. So another way that we can learn and improve ourselves is not only be, by being students of travel, but I think like just being students of life, like life in general has so much to teach if you pay attention to, to your everyday like circumstances um, and pay attention to what signs the universe is giving you and just being present, I guess. So how have you learned um, or how have you been a student of life by listening to your guests on your show? Because you've had quite a few guests. Yeah, no, I've had some really, really great guests. And I'm, I'm totally aware that, you know, a lot of the topics that we cover, I'm not the expert on, they are. So I don't, I don't necessarily try to like take over a conversation. I let them talk about the stuff that they're passionate about, the stuff that they know. A lot of the episodes that I've, you know, produced, like I've never been to the destinations that we're covering. And so it's as much as the listener out there is learning on those episodes, I'm learning all of that and, and probably more because I'm really intently listening to what they're saying. Um, so just like, I'm not naive to the fact that my guests will oftentimes, if not every time, will know more about the subject that we're covering. And that's not to say that like, I do know a lot about travel, right? Like I, I've, I work in travel and, um, you know, I have a travel podcast and I've been really fortunate to um, grow up with parents that really value travel. I mean, I, I've done a lot of trips since I was small, um, domestically and internationally, and I really appreciate my parents, you know, instilling and just being so, I guess investing is the right word. They've, they invested a lot and letting me and my siblings see a lot of the world. So I do know a fair bit about travel, but you know, a lot of times we're, we're looking at topics that I'm reaching out to the guests to try to get their opinion on because I know that they're really, really smart. So trying to take in what they say and um, yeah, just, just listening, just opening, opening my ears to um, people that have really traveled and, and are really smart about what they're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So I would love to talk more about your podcast because you've been running it, as I mentioned, for three years now, which is 
no easy feat to do, like to keep a consistent um, habit of recording and like getting guests. And especially since you're kind of a, a one man show, um, I know that you mentioned you you had a couple sponsors, but ultimately like it's you're the, you're the host, you're the one like recruiting people and like asking the questions and it's a lot of work. So can you maybe speak about why you started the podcast and what it means to you today? Great question. Yeah. I mean, so I started it in um, 2020, like after kind of right after the pandemic started, just because, you know, I'm someone who's passionate about travel. I love travel. And um, at the time we couldn't travel. So it was a way for me to kind of, you know, dream about travel in a way, right? Because we all had the hopes and, and the thoughts that eventually at some point, travel would kind of return, which it thankfully has and everything. Um, so yeah, I started it in, in 2020. Um, and it's a pandemic project. And I've really kept it going because it's, 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 it's just a way for me to learn about travel. Um, and it's something I'm passionate about, as I said, and I've had all these great guests, as I mentioned, that have just taught me so much about topics that I've, that I've never heard of sometimes a lot of times uh you know topics that i am familiar with or places that i have gone but it's just so great to have these conversations um because i learn something new every time i hit that record button and i hope that the uh the listeners of the destinations beyond expectations podcast learn something new every time they listen to that like that's my goal yeah i personally love listening to your episodes and definitely everyone check out the destinations um, Beyond Expectations podcast. Um, so you could find the Destinations Beyond Des or sorry, <laughs> Destinations Beyond Expectations podcast on which platforms? Yeah, anywhere you listen to, to podcasts, so Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio. Um, yeah, any pretty much anywhere podcasts are available, you can find uh, DBE or Destinations Beyond Expectations. Okay, perfect. So. Can you give advice to someone who's maybe aspiring to have their own podcast? Like what is the process or how did it look like for you to start it? And yeah, like what is your, I guess, routine behind running it? Yeah, good question. Um, I can say that like my early episodes for sure are anywhere near, I think, as polished as, you know, some of my recent episodes. It took me a while to find find my flow of how I kind of, you know, run each episode. Um, and one area that I feel like I really improved in was asking questions. Like I was not a very good question asker. Um, and it took me some time to figure that out. Like, you know, how to not jump from one topic totally to a different topic. Sometimes it's helpful to, you know, transition, find a way to transition to a new topic. So um, I would say to any to any new podcaster that wants to get in it or is kind of you know dipping their toes in right now, you know, if you're not happy with how things are going, just keep working at it, keep improving, listen to other podcasts. That's a huge one. There's so many different ways and methods that um, you can record a podcast, and really, it's a conversation. Like people want to listen to what you say, so if you're passionate about something. Just keep working at it. If, if you're not happy with what you uh, put out initially, just keep going. Put your head down and keep going. Listen uh, to other things and just learn. 
That is great advice. What do you think is the first step to anyone who does want to start their own podcast? You know, it could be different. That, the answer could be different for everybody. But I think for me, it's just hitting hitting that record button. Like, you got to start somewhere. And, you know, you could you could spend all the time you want planning your podcast and figuring out, you know, who you want as, as guests. And th those are all great things that you should consider. But at some point, you got to hit record. And in my opinion, it's, it's helpful to be consistent with things as much as you can. Um, I try to put out an episode every week. I haven't done that 100% of the time. Um, but I think I've been okay. Like I've done it most weeks through the last, wow, three plus years. So um, yeah, just, just hit that record button and try to be as consistent as you can. Yeah, consistency is definitely key whenever you're starting any habit, right? What would you say is the most difficult part of running your podcast? The most difficult part? Um, you know, a lot of times, I'm as I mentioned earlier, you know, I, I've been lucky to have really great guests, but that for me, the way I approach it, it takes some research. I always research my guests. Um, and so the time, the time to do that, the time to reach out, the time to, um, you know, maybe send, send them some questions to consider before we hit record. Um, and, you know, a lot of times I'll reach out to people and, and they don't respond. And I totally get it. I totally understand. I don't, I'm not someone who's going to nag them. Um, but just, you know, the time investment that it takes for me um, to, to, you know, schedule a lot of these interviews and, and coordinate things. Um, I would say that's the most, that's, that's the most difficult part maybe uh, for me. Yeah. I think like people don't realize how much work actually goes on behind the scenes. And that's like with any project, like people typically only see the highlight reels um, and in the background, there's a lot more going on. So um, definitely, I praise you for running the podcast again for like three plus years. Um, and how many episodes have you had so far? It's over 150. I want to say like 150 oh or something like that. Yeah. So wow, it's been, a, it's been a really fun ride. And do you feel like after all those episodes, you're still as motivated as you were in the beginning? Do you want this project to continue for a while? Do you think? Yeah, absolutely. And, and actually, there's some fun new things coming uh, to Destinations Beyond Expectations in the near future. I, I, I won't say exactly what those things are yet, um, but like it, it's great. It's something I, I want to continue doing as long as I'm passionate about it and I'm more passionate about it now than I've ever been. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's great. And I'll, I'm just going to keep going. Yeah, I love that. Well, I'll definitely be a supporter in the meantime. Um, so I just want to also say that you have a great podcast show voice. Like you just sound like someone who should be a host of like a radio show or something. So do you have any tips or tricks to be a great host of a show? That's really nice. Thank you so much for saying that. Um, I don't, I don't know. It's just, I feel like, so I don't, I don't know if this is true or not, but maybe I'm just more, when I do hit that record button, I'm a little more conscientious of how I speak. I try to speak more clearly. If you see me on the street and say, hi, I probably won't like enunciate 
as clearly as I do when there's a microphone in front of me. Um, so that, that may be something. Um, I also had an internship in radio in college. So uh, I probably just naturally taking, taken some, um, some things from that, but you know, active listening, I think is, is really important. Um, so, you know, a lot of times, like I mentioned to you before we, we hit record, I'll send my, my guests like questions to consider beforehand. But I always say like those questions, they're not like the Bible, like we're, it's a roadmap for the conversation, but if the conversation takes us somewhere else, um, like I try to adapt to that. So yeah, just, just active listening, I think is really important if, if that's, um, you know, if you, if you want to be a podcaster or, or want to work in some audio form, active listening with your guests, I would say is, is something that's really important. Yeah. I, I think like that's an important life skill for anyone to develop, but especially when you're interviewing someone, um, do you have any episodes in particular that you're fond of that you could point out to listeners or are they all just equally your, your babies? <laughs> that's, that's a good question. Um, yeah, it is kind of hard because it's a lot of times I feel like it's not about me. It's about the guests and I've had so many great people on the show. Um, yeah, it's hard to say. I know we were talking about an episode that I recorded, um, about sustainable travel with a travel blogger and her blog is, is the Molly gone wild blog. She was really great. There's, there's like so many others. I, I mean, it's, it's hard to really single out one or two of my favorites. Um, a couple of the ones I've done recently, I've, I've really enjoyed. So yeah, it's, it's really hard. It's, it's, yeah. a, it's a tough one. Yeah. I could, I can imagine like you got 150 ones to choose from. So we talked about responsible travel, how you just recorded a, or not just, but you recorded an episode of responsible tourism with Molly. And that's a great episode. That was the first episode I listened to. And I, I think it's, it's a must hear for any traveler out there, but specifically in, in your field, in your job, you work as a tour guide in Orlando. How, how can we be responsible travelers in such a heavily visited like in the most one of the most visited places in the world like do you see what changes do you think we should be making or I, what I don't know because Orlando is you know it's the tourist destination of America I think yeah no no 100% um and I think the 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 younger generations right now are a, way more privy to a lot of this stuff than the older generations. And that's not to like, you know, place, place people in the older generations in a box by any means. I just think it's something that, you know, uh, millennials and younger, that it's just more top, top of mind for them. And I think it, a lot of times it comes down to small decisions. Um, I don't even think it's like a big decision. Like, I don't think you should sit there and say like, I shouldn't go to Orlando because it's, you know, I could spend dollars locally better. And, in a different spot. And there's an argument for that. And I totally get it. Um, but just like, consider if you are going to travel to Orlando, you know, consider things like, how am I going to get there? Right? Like what's a, what's an efficient way for me to get there? Um, or, you know, um, how can I, how can I lower my footprint as far as, you know, something, things simple, as simple as like having a, a reusable water bottle, right? So you're not, you know, 
in the hot sun walking around Epcot and going through like water after water after water, right? Like simple, simple things like that. Um, maybe look for hotels that um, practice good sustainability measures. Just really simple things. You don't have to sacrifice. You don't have to not go to Orlando. You can go to Orlando and just, you know, keep different things top of mind that are related to, you know, your footprint, sustainability, and just being responsible. Maybe maybe it's as easy as like, instead of eating at a, a chain restaurant when you're in Orlando, try somewhere that's local. Because I can tell you those places exist um, for sure out uh, around, you know, Orlando and the surrounding area. So just, just simple things like that, I think, can really go a long way. Yeah, those are, those are some great tips. Um, okay, so I would like to ask you some rapid fire questions. Are you ready for them? Let's do it. Okay, cool. So what would be your dream destination? Oh, can I give a little context to these questions or can I, do you want me to just say <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, of course. So it, I have a dog and as I was, I, I adopted her at a shelter here in Orlando. And as I was signing the paperwork, they were telling me the backstory of the dog and she came actually from the island of St. Croix. And you know, since finding out that information, I've done a lot of research on St. Croix and I do love like traveling to the Caribbean. So that is like my, my top, like top thing on my travel bucket list is St. Croix, uh, which is a U.S. Virgin Island in the Caribbean. I have never been there either, but oh my gosh, the, I've seen pictures though. It looks amazing. The waters are like so crystal clear. And yes, just, I love yes. the tropical destinations. Oh yeah. Like I'm a beach person all the way. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, second, what is a memorable meal that you've had when traveling specifically? Yeah. So there's a place a little bit outside of Dublin called the Abbey Tavern, I believe it was called. And um, I, we, I was there visiting Dublin um, on an international trip and it was just, the food was unbelievable. Um, and yeah, we did it. We, we tasted some whiskey. They had a little whiskey, uh, whiskey tasting going on. Um, so it was just, it was a really great atmosphere and the food quality, just amazing. Nice. And then what is a special place in your heart? Special place in my heart. Um, you know, I, I was just in Buffalo, New York, visiting family. Um, and Buffalo is a really cool town, really great people. Um, and there's, from a traveler's perspective, there's a ton to do. I mean, just on this last trip alone, I, I went, we were only there for a handful of days and most of it was just for family time. Um, but I did get the opportunity to go to Niagara Falls and even go to the, uh, the Anchor Bar, which is where the original Buffalo wing was invented. So, I mean, there's, there's so much to do in that town and really great people and really welcoming people. So I would say that's a, a really cool place that has a special place uh, to me. Oh, wow. Wait, is that where it got its name? Buffalo, New York from, or vice versa, Buffalo Wings got its name from Buffalo, New York? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the Anchor Bar. It's like a big deal. Like you can go to the Anchor Bar. It's downtown Buffalo and eat at the place that uh, claims. And I, and I think their claims are kind of backed by different things. But yeah, that, that's that's it. They claim to have invented the the Buffalo chicken wing. That's such a cool fact. <laughs> I, yeah. I never even thought about that, like where it came from. But yeah, it makes yeah. sense. Buffalo, New York. Um. Okay, so... That is all the questions for today. Thank you so much, Stevie, for being on. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. And, and again, I just want to 
encourage listeners out there like like and like subscribe to this podcast like this is a Lydia does such a great job with her guests and asking great questions so follow got a case of wonderlust I think it's just a great listen if you're not already subscribed wherever you're listening oh my gosh thank you so much Stevie that I that means so much to me absolutely and thanks again for having me on the show it's really been a lot of fun yeah come back anytime and I can't wait to be a guest on your podcast Absolutely. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that too. Thank you so much for being here and listening to this episode. If you can take 10 seconds out of your day, please spread the travel love by following this podcast and giving it a rating. Or if there's anyone else in your life that has a case of wanderlust, it would mean so much if you shared this episode with them. You can find me sharing even more travel-related content on Instagram at God of Case of Wanderlust and on my personal Instagram at Lydia Schultz, double Z. I also have a travel blog for my extra passionate travelers out there, which can be found at godofcaseofwanderlust.com. And all of this can be found in the show notes.